<laughs> All right, welcome to the Honest Wargamer. I'm your host. I'm one of your hosts today, Rob. I'm your host, Rob. Uh, and I'm joined by Mr. Matt Mallow. Can we get, can we cheers in the chat? Uh, hey, Matt, how you doing? I'm pretty good, man. I'm doing awesome, yeah. Uh, good. Uh, I'm I'm super happy to hear that. Uh, super he- happy to hear that. So Matt's going to join me today to be talking about the. Oh, you're all in the wrong window. I, f- I fucked it all up. Matt's jo- <laughs> Matt's Matt's joining me today. No, it's not you. It's me. Matt's joining oh, me today right. to talk about um uh the the battle scroll update that we've had for Age of Sigmar because Matt is Matt. I don't know if you know this. I think you do. On the TSM player rankings, you're one of the most successful players in the world uh i don't how did i do it rob <laughs> i mean that's a great question yeah. matt that's a great question how did you do it uh <laughs> yeah <laughs> but uh so i thought i thought um because one of the things that i talked about yesterday in kind of like i talked about on the twitch streams and i also talked about in my shortened youtube video i talked about the fact that top players half decent yeah. players you could say uh might be able to manipulate uh those these changes and so i'm going to ask matt if he thinks he's going to be able to do anything about it but before that just how the devil are you you handsome little fella i'm good man yeah i'm good i'm, I'm chilling i'm just uh just come back from work so uh so that's fun so i'm home for maybe another week and then i go away again so mm-hmm. just uh, just trying to get the, the things in so that i can have a long warhammer period that's the dream so yeah, yeah man doing all right yeah okay, doing good, good. Good, good, yeah. good. Um, you're also on Team Wales for yes, the AOS World Championships, um, yes. which uh, I can announce now uh, there's going to be a bunch of interviews out probably the beginning of next weekend. I interviewed Simon oh, nice. Weekly, your team captain. Uh, yeah. I, I interviewed, uh, and he t- he told me about the team. He was very lovely about everyone, as Simon uh, is is likely yes, to do. Yeah. Uh, are, you, uh, are you excited about Worlds? Yeah, I'm super excited. I mean, so to Team Wales, I have such a great group of lads that like regardless of the warhammer side of things we're gonna have an amazing week in prague um because i'm gonna go for the singles as well um me too so baby. I'm gonna have, yeah me too yeah. so i'm gonna have a great time um and then you know get to play some warhammer as well so that's fun <laughs> yeah. are you able to take a boss and play a game i would really appreciate if you got the the legs for that um yeah. I, don't, I don't know i don't know whether the other teams would be okay with it but like <laughs> <laughs> well uh, uh what up to twitch chat obviously we're recording this in front of the twitch chat so i haven't had a chance to say hello to all of them yet so what up shadow sun mr neil c uh birdie dj clark uh fantasit glodan what up what up Sheltog? hello greg 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 in the chat uh, and hello, Matt Goldsborough. Do I see Matt Goldsborough as well? Yeah. Uh, winner Dave, good morning. So good morning, everyone. Um, yeah, so Battle Scroll update yesterday. Uh, actually, we don't have tons of time because we're also doing the 40K Jason show today. So one of the things I could thought, I, I, I'd like to get your initial takes on it all, Matt. Um, yep. I've obviously put my takes out there online now. Uh, so what? how do you feel about it as a, as, as a very successful Age of Sigma 3 player? I mean, I mean, it's interesting, right? Like, you know, I mean, it's it's obviously not the best way to, you know, fix a game, right? Like, it's not, it's not, uh, but I guess it's something different. So I'm trying to, I'm trying to be positive about the changes if I can, right? Okay. You know, I'm like, it's de- it's definitely going to change things. I think, um, at the top, I don't think it's going to change much in the middle and at the bottom because you know, it doesn't matter. You know, <laughs> what's that? I was trying to think of a good. I was thinking of. I was spent like hours yesterday thinking of examples of like what it's like giving small things. It's like it's, it's like giving a. It's like a dragon fighting against like a, a little frog, and you're like, here you go, frog, have a knife. <laughs> <laughs> you, you've got this. Okay. Like, and then you know, it's it's a bit like that. So so I think on the lower tables, it's not going to make a difference, but it will make a difference into the into the top tables. I think. I think you'll see variations in lists, people dropping the target priority units, or maybe like putting them, putting, making sure they only have one or two units, because one or two VP isn't that scary to lose, to be honest. When you're in a power list, um, you might see things like you might see, I don't know, like you might see less Basties, like, and then just put in other stuff, because there's, it's not like Seraphon cared <laughs> and stuff like that. I think Thunder Lizards got like, I think Thunder Lizards are having a great time. Right why do you think thunder lizards are having a great time because uh, they just, by the way and just for everyone yeah. at home thunder lizards uh, uh, in the the stats most successful performing army in the moment yeah so i just i just don't think that they got hit so so bastillons got hit and Sar- and um salamanders are now thing ones yeah and 
they're so hard to kill anyway. And um, if, if you didn't have answers to them, they really don't die anyway. And they're not going to die more now. <laughs> <laughs> so if, they, if you do kill one, you'll get an extra point, but then you've still got two, but still, you know, I just, I just, I think that, and then, you know, you can always sidestep as well. You've always got things like Stegodons, which shoot just as well. <laughs> and you go, cool, I'll just take Stegodons then. That's fine. That's no problem. Like it hasn't really, and you know, if you take, if you go that way and then you're playing into like long strikes and dragons, which I think is the list it probably hurts the most, maybe, because the long strikes do die a lot um in that in the, in those matchups and the top tables anyway log strikes die because they they're you know they're they're, they're 12 they're, they're 12 wins on a four up yeah like with, maybe with a six up or a five up ward if you're playing guarders like it's they they'll die so they will give up those points um but it but because it's only the unit it means that the unit of four dragons you normally see you still got to kill four dragons right it's like if you if you successfully get through 38 wounds you're doing okay. And a thirty-six with thirty-six wounds, sorry, on a three-up, six-up probably. Yeah. Like you know, if they you deserve that any. one extra point you get. If they haven't rallied any. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. That's what I mean. So it's just it's a lot to do, which the units that you'd normally do that with are things like fulminators or other long strikes or things like that, which are also now the give away extra points, but you have to take those to do it because then because you and you don't even get the extra points when you do it with those units because there aren't that many units in the game that can do that much damage right mm. yeah so i i think it's going to change a lot at the top but not in the middle or bottom i don't think okay all right really interesting and that's kind of why uh, why i've got you on to talk about this because i think that there are some great opportunities uh to design some uh like because we talked to, i talked about this a little bit uh offline yesterday but there's some great opportunity to like sidestep units i think yeah. the most obvious one that like we, has been mentioned a lot already uh, is the ability to just jump uh from six long strikes as you just talked about over to 15 judicators feels like a, yeah. a real easy sidestep you get yeah. the same you basically are doing the same thing there was already an argument wasn't there online about yeah. what's better 15 whether you do it yeah. yeah yeah which one do you do anyway so like i, I wonder if there's any uh, now you're a silverneth main you're one of the most successful silverneth players in age of sigmar yeah. 3 i think maybe the most according to the tsn stats yeah. i'd have to check it out oh you are okay good yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right so uh my question to you is uh specifically with silverneth uh do you think that they needed uh this boost like how do you how do you feel about it as a silverneth player playing yeah. into the game like that that's the question yeah well, I think I think that this is what kind of um, made me because the thing is is like Silvermath clearly need a boost of some kind, right? They're they're okay. I've done okay. I've done well with them, but um, in this meta and stuff where everything can just shoot off a Larry Hell first turn and stuff like that, it's hard. Mm. Um, but the thing that made me really realize how not in, these these changes are significant, but in the mid tables, it made me realize how insignificant they are against those top tier armies. Yeah, is that like I'm like cool. So if I take my Silvermath list. I'm like, cool, so Alariel dies turn one. But if she doesn't for no reason, then <laughs> I can get some more points. So you're like you're like, okay, so so turn one, I lose seven hundred and forty points of my army. Yeah. But turn four, when I maybe kill six long strikes, I get that one extra VP. <laughs> which <laughs> well two, two, sorry, two, because I'm still Two, yeah. Right? Two. Oh well actually so... six long strikes is worth two, so it's three. It's three. Yeah. Um, but, it's probably... but, but it's like, it's great. And uh, But the thing is, is like the, I should be, the fact that my army has, like my army has a significant advantage in the game now. So I have a way of scoring more points than any other army in the game, apart from the ones who are on the same level playing field as me, which are the other hunters and the other and things. But in terms of order anyway, right? I'm the, I'm the best uh, faction for getting VPs now. In yes. Order. Right. And I still, I don't, and I'm not going, yes, I'm going to win every game. Yeah. Because, like, I'm not going, it, because, I, I can, yeah. Sorry, sorry. I didn't mean to overspeak yeah, sorry, you. Sorry, yeah. Because you aren't, you haven't done anything to change the function. Exactly. Right. So yeah. I still do the same thing. It's just, if I do that thing well, then I can do it slightly better and I can get more points. But in, in, when, when everything, when you're trying to fight uphill, like, get, I can push slightly better uphill, but I'm still fighting incredibly uphill. Isn't it doesn't, more, isn't it, it more... doesn't change the it doesn't change the sorry it doesn't change so if i'm fighting uphill it doesn't change the angle of which i'm fighting uphill it just gives me a little bit of a boost up does that make sense yeah yeah I, yeah it feels like it feels like you're still just walking up the same hill but at yeah. the top you get a lemonade 
Yeah, 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 I agree, mate. <laughs> if you make it, if you yeah. make it, there's a lemonade now. That's what uh, I mean. So, and sometimes that lemonade is all you need, but a lot of the time it's not going to be all you need. You're going to be like, oh, if I, if I like, you know, if I get up past these like 400 warriors that I've got to like push past, get a lemonade. And then like the first one kills you and you're like, oh, but next time, if I get that lemonade. <laughs> Oh, so it's like, like, okay, all right. Well, like, I, I think that's a super fair point. Let's talk about units that, like, um, like Stonk 84. So, like, you and me are probably on the same page that, like, effectively, I don't, I, or at least just to, to clarify my thoughts, um, I don't really think it has much uh, diverse change at the top. Um, and I don't think, I don't know how, like, people think, seem to think it affects the middle because you, you only get the advantage if you're fighting the top. Like if you're Gits playing into like, uh, let's 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 pick something that didn't get hit. Uh, that's like Eidneth as an example, mm. right? If you're Gits into Eidneth, right? Yeah, you're still like I'm not any better in this situation. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So like, I don't feel like there's any worthwhile conversation about having conversations about stuff that like, uh, like affecting the middle. But what I would like to think about is armies that could now potentially see i don't even think it's a lot of victory points but that's just me like yeah. everyone's everyone's like if i get if i go against two gate breakers and i kill them both with kragnos in one turn you're like <laughs> yeah yeah. Uh, yeah i guess um yeah. right but like i don't even think it's that many points but just thinking about it i'd like to think about some units that you maybe would side step into one of the things that obviously has come up a lot is kragnos in gits we've seen kragnos in a lot of destruction lists anyway yes do you think that that's something worth looking at thinking about what are your thoughts Yes, um, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean the, the thing is, is like, like it's a bit weird that they've done it so that it's the faction that gets it, not the, not the, uh, not the um, keyword. Mm. It's a bit, bit odd. I've been trying, I've been trying to mess around. I've been like, what can I put in Sylvaneth? <laughs> <laughs> what? what can talk to me? What can you put in well, Sylvaneth? I'm just, I'm just like, uh, I'm just trying to like, I've been doing it like, I've been like, oh, what can I put in? I'm like, oh, because I have terrible allies. I but I have Stormcast. So I can put Stormcast in. Nice. I'm like, so if I, to, I can put ten Judicators in. <laughs> okay. All right. It's not good at all, but it's the dream, right? Um, and there's stuff like that that you can kind of, you can kind of dream and stuff like that. But, but like, it's, it's, it's a weird one. I'm surprised it's not um, the, the keyword. I'm yeah. surprised it's the keyword and the faction. Well, you could yeah. put the Celestine Prime in, right? Yeah, you could put the Prime in. Yeah, they are Prime. Great Pro extra. Yeah, but that's because like because the, the the thing that we're talking about to be clear to everyone who might be new, like I don't think many people who watch my content are, but just in case, one of the good things about um uh like one of the good things about the prime is is a very effective war scroll, and one of the things about the Silverleth book is it isn't hasn't got any uh like like compared to the prime yeah, is my yeah, point yeah. like they don't have or or they don't have something that's like the prime let's put it that no. way that's in no. the book so you can include it. And the prime could still do damage inside the Sylvaneth army, right? Yeah, yeah. Huh. And uh, Ziggy's got a great point. Something like Gotrek gets extra points if he kills stuff. Whoa, you could put Gotrek yeah. in there. <laughs> yeah, and he gets the extra couple points. Okay. Yeah. So That's... there's there's lots of stuff you could do actually. Like yeah, so it's, it's it opens up interesting doors that I think people are gonna look through. And find stuff and go. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, well, that's what uh, I thought. We, that's what we try and do yeah. today, like it, more of a think tank piece. Because yeah, I got, got track. I hadn't even thought about that's really fun in Silver Earth. Like I yeah. think Cragbro feels like a really obvious one, especially after Gavin. Did all really of destruction, the, yeah. Yeah, all of destruction base. Oh yeah. no, well, because it's only Gits and it's only Gits that got um, Prime Hunters, wasn't it? No, oh, no, and Bone Splitters. Bone Splitters is the other one, yeah. Yeah, I was just gonna say, I knew there was another one, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But you basically, you basically can take Kragnos. It feels like Kragnos' stonks are just through. Kragnos has had such a roller coaster of a game in the past like 18 months, right? Rob, you know, you know what time it is, though, right? What? It's finally time that he was pointing correctly for. <laughs> We're finally there. <laughs> we're finally in the edition. We thought we were there with his change, but now we're there. <laughs> now we're there. We we had no idea, right? <laughs> right. So I like. I think. Um, uh, I think. Uh, I think Kragnos might. Kragnos was already featuring a lot, wasn't he? In lots of different lists. I think pretty soon he was. He was right. Kragnos was featuring a lot already in lists. Yeah, yeah, he was. He was. He saw him quite a lot, especially with two gatebreakers. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. yeah. But obviously, do you think like, um, like, how do you feel about putting Craig Rossi in those different lists now? Like, do you think that's that's a positive, or do you think people are going to do it anyway because he's just really positive? Well, I think people are just going to do it, right? Like, because there's no reason not to, because it just gives you so much. It gives you like a really good way of beating stuff, right? The, the, that the, those lists don't necessarily have before. Mm. But again, like we talked about before, last time I was on the show, it's just it's like bringing your dad, right? It's just like here's my army, <laughs> and I've brought my dad along. So he's going to do the big heavy hitting, but I'm going to try and do some stuff. And then and then I'm going to tell everybody I won with my, like, I'm going to tell everyone I won the fight, but my dad won it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> let's, exactly what it's like. <laughs> let's talk about, um, I, I personally think, like, I think people were already running Kragnos in Destruction because he just did yeah. something. He actually felt like Destruction has always felt slightly weird that it's not that destructive. Yeah. just like i know that's an odd thing to say but not like generally like i yeah. know the more crusher is um uh, and it's interesting ogres didn't get really much of a boost they didn't get prime hunters i guess they're in that middle board yeah i guess the um uh but just to just to flip over a little minute um although i'd like to make sure we we focus on each of the factions uh you obviously recently just uh came off the a tournament win with lumineth realm lords and yep. obviously they two of their units became prime targets they did uh, uh, and and all memes aside <laughs> how do you feel about the uh how do you feel about lumineth in that kind of top spectrum so in in the so so, so it, talking about them in the so this is a good point about what you said about earlier about the mid and top spectrum mm -hmm. so in the mid spectrum it changes nothing absolutely nothing yeah because if i put three foxes in front of you and you're a melee army right yeah. and you go forward and you're like oh well i charge you i'm gonna get extra vp and then i move away 12 and you can't <laughs> charge me like <laughs> but one day when i catch those foxes one day yeah. one day, <laughs> one right? day. So it doesn't it doesn't change anything into the mid zone no think. um in terms of the top it definitely changes it because it means that like people are going to lean more towards like the techno sentinel side of things because they didn't get punished at all <laughs> So, because I don't, I don't really understand why the foxes, why the the one unit that's like hard to get got it and not the sentinels, doesn't really make a lot of sense to me. Because okay, you want to discourage like, people taking like a big block of thirty sentinels. That's like the point, right? Yeah. Because then they'd give up three VP, but then to not give them it is just weird. What like, is it? What is it? Uh, I hate everyone in the chat. Thanks. I'm I'm feeling okay. I'm still not feeling one hundred percent. Um, like yeah, like the prime unit in that army is like talk to me like. Like, yeah. Well, the thing the thing is with the with the foxes is, uh, like, there's no disparity with foxes, right? Either you can deal with foxes or you can't deal with foxes, right? You right. either shoot the foxes off, yeah. right, or you can't deal with them. Those are the two situations you get in games. Yeah. Okay? Either you outshoot them or or they or they outshoot you. That tends to be how it works in most matchups. Yeah. So if you can kill them anyway, getting the extra point is fine, but it doesn't make them worse units or better units. It just means you lose the matchups that you've already lost. And you, yeah. but because, but sometimes those lists can get into your sentinels if you make mistakes, right? Because you should never get into a fox, even with mistakes, you should never get into a fox. But into the sentinels, if I screen badly or something, you should be able to get into them. Hmm. And the same with the techless build, for example, you can hit screens and then go in. And you should be rewarded for getting into the castle, not run, because now more people are going to run around after foxes. Which is what you as the Lumineth player want. Which is want. what I want. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a bit weird. <laughs> yeah, because the low skill cap yeah. guy who's just there having an adventure with his corn army, he's like, I'm yeah. going to get that fox skull. And you're like, yeah. you're never going to get that fox skull. Yeah. You're never having it. <laughs> you might get lucky on a charge with some blood crushers or something, get into my sentinels, and then I mess up and you kill them over like four turns or something. Yeah. Right? Like, and then you're not rewarded for it. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, you get nothing. You for get it. nothing. Like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, that's that's really interesting, um, because I think that's one of those interesting ones where they, they chose the foxes. But what's what's wild for me with the foxes bit, and I don't know how you feel about this, is obviously if, if people are new, you might not have kept track. But they uh, when they first released the Lumineth book, or specifically the Hurricane parts, so the Wind Spirits, yeah. they were like they had a part of their war scroll that wasn't worded quite right, and everyone was like, oh, you can move at the end of each shooting phase, which means yeah. you can move away in your enemy shooting phase. Can't wait for that to be FAQ'd, and then they FAQ'd it. Were like no. Definitely, right? Yeah. Definitely, yeah. you can do that. And you're yeah. like, nothing else can do that. That's wild. Yeah. And now we're like a year later, and they're like, those foxes are a problem. One VP for killing them. And you're like, <laughs> yeah. how, are they, it. <laughs> how are they not connected? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> right? Uh, which I think is interesting. Yeah. Um, so, is that like, so if you were going to do the priority targeting thing for your Lumineth, 
yeah. where would you have put those where would you have put the targets in your opinion i mean i just i don't understand why like putting them on the foxes is fine that's okay i get i get that people hate them i understand it like putting them on the foxes is fine but not putting them on sentinels <laughs> they're really underpowered units that point and click and delete something every turn it seems uh, baffling to me are they is it also but... not a shadow buff to sentinels because your yeah, sentinels now like but, be... but that's what i was saying like now techless and sentinels just have a great time or you just do an army of sentinels and they're still just great and they don't do anything wrong. Yeah. It's, just, it's just mad. And then you gain those additional victory points from the other prime targets, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. because they're not. Yeah, because you're not prime targets. So when you kill non-prime targets, you get the extra points. So it feels like what Games Workshop have done with this update is it's encouraged everyone with 30 sentinels to get them back out the cupboard. Yeah. In my <laughs> which opinion. Is, which is, yeah, which I agree, which is why I think it's so strange. Like, I just, I, I don't really understand why you wouldn't put it on them and mm. not the the foxes because the like the foxes do chip damage that's their thing mm. they do the pick off little things they don't do the like severeth isn't going to shoot dragons that's not how it works like the 30 sentinels are going to shoot the dragons mm. <laughs> you know it's it's very strange to to it doesn't, you don't you're never going to like you're not going to kill those the the priority targets with the foxes then that's not what they're designed for mm. so it's just it's just strange to me to not put it on them. Um, Super like, fair. Yeah. Super yeah. fair. All right. No, I appreciate that. Like, yeah. That's one of the reasons I've got you on because, like, I think there's, like, some nuance. Like, you have, yeah. like, when I talk about it, like, if I just say, Matt's the best performing Silver Earth player, people are like, oh, yeah, we should listen to that guy. Like, that, yeah. thanks, Matt. <laughs> thanks, Matt. I mean, we should. Like, right. So the, um, okay, so that's, what about Seraphon, right? We talked about that a little bit, touched on them. I think Seraphon are really interesting because I genuinely think the Salamander hit has been good right yeah. i guess at yeah. the top tables right because now yes. giving up those salamanders is going to cost you points yeah which and salamanders I... do die they do die as well salamanders do yeah. do die yeah um uh so salamanders do die but like uh the basilodon's fairly tough which is the point of it isn't it yeah yeah like it is tough it is hard because you know two of saves is great well one up i guess but yeah <laughs> you know it, I, I mean i mean but again, into but again, if I'm playing against stud lizards, right? Let's say let's say they've got two Bastelodons and and four um, salamanders, right? Yeah. Guess what? My thirty my thirty sentinels shoot off a Bastelodon. Yeah. And I get points, which is like, good. It, it, <laughs> which is so weird. Like <laughs> mm. that's that's my thing. And then my and then Severith kills the the Saurus guard, and then the two foxes try and kill the slap. Yeah. yeah. So I get so I'm not like that. That's the way you do that. Yeah, so, in that in that particular in build. that specific build. Yeah. So I don't. So that's my point is that it doesn't affect that matchup. I don't think it changes anything there. It just gives me more tools, not my opponent. Interesting. Sense? Yeah, you know, yeah, like, you know, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Like this kind of it's kind of the the point I tried to make yesterday, and 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 why I was hoping to explore it today, because yeah. like when we talk about Nagash, for instance, or, or like we just talked about Kragnos, there's a yeah. lot of sidestepping that you can do right yeah. but it's sidestepping into things that are just as powerful i think what people will say is oh yeah. at least it makes everything more diverse but not really because the things that you're sidestepping into aren't great like yeah. 50 adjudicators aren't good yeah like no. if you're talking about the game like yeah, at its yeah. health yeah 30 sentinels aren't good uh, i mean obviously they're trash right and you're sidestepping obviously into they're some, awful they're, they're awful unplayable yeah uh as, as an fair, they only do like on average they do like 18 more wins with with a reroll like that's nothing right that's only one unit of dragons baby <laughs> like that's nothing like that does that's that's nothing that, i mean do you know what you're not going to kill a beast of chaos army with that let's put it that way yeah but but that's but that's 100 percent. yeah that, that's super true i mean you uh, kill all their characters so they can't rally yeah <laughs> 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 We're not allowed to talk about that, Rob. <laughs> that's, uh, that's secret knowledge. <laughs> Ser Seraphon, but Seraphon, I genuinely think have been hit a little bit, right? Um, yeah. uh, so you'll change over to uh, so you've got salamanders that could go. But I've already seen like one of the things that I talked about a lot is I already saw like, a lot of people shifting to doing the kind of more mortal bomb stage, yeah. uh, having yeah. the Celestine Prime in there like croak as an example yeah. we saw croak be a really rising popularity the past like month or so like mm -hmm. and because of people being able to do this kind of like aoe mortal wounds yeah um i saw being being really popular there still were some bastilodons in there specifically with solar engines so mm -hmm. i still saw them 
on the tabletop as it were um yeah. uh, but like i think i think that they're, they're like i don't know i wonder if they're worse i feel like maybe they're but aren't they as, as are those in your opinion are those um thunder lizard seraphon lists winning by just a few points or they're winning by big margins because it feels like big margins hey well, i feel like i feel like they destroy the mid tables Okay. That's my experience with Seraphons. If you're playing a mid-tier army, if you're playing with, with an army that doesn't have tools against Seraphons, infinite amount of tools, yeah. then you're going to struggle. Basically. Like, especially against good players. You're going to have a horrible time. But if you have the tools, then you can maybe do close games. So maybe it will make a difference. But the thing is, is, is if you're killing the, the Bastilodons and the Salamanders, you're probably winning the game anyway. Mm. Um... But again, if you don't have shooting, then you shouldn't really be killing them because you're going to struggle to get through the the fifty skinks that are in front of you, let alone the 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 stuff behind. So I, th I think it does change it, but like I think only at the top. I think I think I think at the top end of stuff. I think that the the top lists will then be able to go. Okay, cool. I'm going to prioritize killing those things because then I know I have those extra VP. And if you and if you play the game with those extra VPs in mind, it does make a difference because it can change the way you play the game. Yeah, of course. So if, you're, uh, so, if you, so if you kill a Bastelodon turn one, and you're like, cool, that's one point up. So I'm playing this whole game now, one point up. Mm. So if we're the same all the way through, I win this game. Okay. So, that, so, so it, change, it changes the way you play. Whereas if you're tied, you, you're like, I need to push an advantage. Whereas if you get that little advantage early or, or at any point, you're like, cool, I'm one point ahead now. I don't need to do anything. I can wait until my opponent makes a mistake. I can, they have to come to me now, right? Yeah. They can kill all my stuff. They can kill my 30 Sentinels, but they're not getting extra points for it. Like it changes the target priority a lot because it's going to be interesting to see when I play Lumineth if like if if I play Lumineth uh, against like a Seraphon player for example mm. right um, who do they target do they target the Foxes do they target the Sentinels like one of them does significantly more damage but one of them gives you the points. points so what do you so who do you target mm. like th that's going to be interesting to see I think. Mm. Um, and and then and then it's going to be the same for like when I play Sylvaneth. If I'm playing against Foxes or if I'm playing against uh, Seraphon, I'm going to be like, okay, I want to kill the heroes because they will buff Seraphon up. But do I want to kill this Bastilodon because then I get the extra point? And is that worth playing around specifically just so I get that extra like point so that I can play around it and force them to be aggressive to me and stuff like that? I think that's how it will change. But I don't think enough people play around that kind of points thing in the mids and lows to be able to make that make a difference. I, I, yeah. I'd, I'd agree with that assessment it, it, it does feel like that which is why i think like for me uh morn rig morn rig crew um the uh <laughs> i would uh i would say that it, my personal opinion um that's why it the most interesting thing will be those uh those side steps i feel like what's going to happen is a lot of mid table bottom table uh like players slash armies they're just going to be having like a rubbish conversation that's, that doesn't really affect and i don't i'm not really that interested in creating content at that level matt if i'm honest yeah like fair. like yeah, i have i have we we do our stuff yeah when we do live coverage and it's it's at our tier the thing i'm more interested in having you on and the other people in the chat um is like how it's going to change in that very minute detail i think target priorities yeah. are going to be really interesting i yeah. came up with a little term yesterday uh like it's going to be like priority target sniping where you're yeah. going to do most of the damage yeah with your prime hunter and then you're just going to pop off that last couple of wounds if it's possible with your non-prime hunter to steal that extra VP, right? Yeah, exactly. Which I, which I think is quite interesting. Um, and and most armies with prime hunters in have tools to be able to do that pretty effectively as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. I think that's I think that's one of those really uh, um, one of those really interesting elements because like that does change up like a top meta game, and I do mm -hmm. enjoy that from like top table coverage. I think that's going to be really sweet. Someone's going to make a really sweet play, right? Yeah. Where, um, as an example, you'll do most of your damage, yeah, with let's say, let's say you, you move Severith around and you like, and a Wind Spirit, and you do a bunch of shooting into a unit, and then you think, yeah. now I'll fire the Sentinels and finish it yeah. off, get my three, get my extra victory point or whatever it yeah. might be, right? Yeah. Like, cause the you Law might, Seeker. You might have, yeah, you, the Law Seeker, yeah, baby, yeah. yeah. Or your little pocket sense. unit of 10 Sentinels, some Mirkwood yeah, Rangers. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly, yeah, the Mirkwood Rangers. <laughs> Right, so they're you... not Mirkwood Rangers aren't prime hunters. So. <laughs> 
that's a joke from a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I think that's going to be quite interesting. Like how seeing how people, I, I feel like it might slow the game down a tiny bit as you try to like focus on maximizing application of damage so you can apply that last couple of wounds in the right place. I think, I think remembering it is going to be the thing. Okay. Remembering it going, oh yeah, can I get the actual point die? Because when you think about things like, so the Battle Plan Survival of the Fittest, right? The amount of games I've played, you know, where you pick three, uh, you pick three units to start the game, and if they kill your opponent's uh, fittest monsters, mm -hmm. or fittest units, sorry, you get an extra point, and the yeah, same yeah. vice versa. Um, the amount of times I've played games, or I've seen games that people have completely forgotten that mechanic. And then at the end of the game, I've gone, oh, no, I would have got two extra points. Oh, because I did it with that unit and that unit. Because it's something else to remember that isn't readily available. It's not on your war scrolls. It's not with your cards. You don't have tokens for it because you don't want to, like, highlight those facts. And your opponent's not going to advertise it. So I think I think that's going to happen a lot. I think they're going to go, oh, but I killed I killed six long strikes. So I get another two points. Oh, no, whoops. Like, I think that's going to happen. And then they're going to be like, no, 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 because you killed them with the prime unit as well. So I think that's going to be a thing. As it is now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, That's going to happen. <laughs> uh, let's talk about other stonks. Yeah, let's talk about the stonks yes. market. All right. Surely, surely, and I see Owen in the chat, uh, surely Nagash has got stonks. Like, he's there in the stonks market, like, tallying it up. I think, at least. Yeah, I think so. I think so. I, 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 think, he, I think he has a better time into some matchups now, and, and he, he, he can... Yeah, because because did Soul Black get it as well, or was it just just Nighthorn? Just Nighthorn, Nighthorn, and uh, Flesh Eater Courts. That was it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I think I think uh, yeah, I think that I think that's some cool option for him now. I mean, I mean, it's a stealth buff for him as well, right? I mean, anyone who's not affected by this, who's doing okay. Oh, sorry, it's a sorry, buff. sorry. It's yeah. Nighthorn and OBR. Sorry, apologies. Okay. Yeah, because yeah. Vaca too strong. <laughs> I didn't write it. Don't go at me. Yeah, this is a me thing. Yeah, leave me out of it. I just want. I just work here, bud. Yeah, <laughs> to tell you, like, don't attack the waiting staff, right? I'm not the chef, right? Well, I think the thing is, right, is from from like like I'm actually I'm actually very positive about this kind of stuff because at least it shows they're trying to do something different, right? Which is how I'm trying to look at it, whether it's good or bad or whatever. They're trying something new. I'm trying to be like, yeah, cool. Awesome. No, 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 like, no, because the thing, like, no, this is, yeah, I'm no, already, no. I, like, I've done that yesterday. Like, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, yesterday no, yeah. was all of the stages of grief. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. And now today is, I love the Fast and Furious franchise. I can't wait to see Fast and Furious on the moon, which is what we're in now. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Let's enjoy the spectacle of the show. Yeah, exactly. And then my question is, is what sort of popcorn are we getting? Should we run yeah. with, like, <laughs> yeah. like, yeah. like yeah. should we run the gash around, try and get some additional yeah. victory points? Like, what are we adding to the game? Yeah, true, no. But my point about Feck is that, like, I played against Feck in that tournament. I won with Lumineth, right? Mm -hmm. And first turn, 30 Sentinels <laughs> shot off a Terror guy. <laughs> Yeah. Turn two, 30 Sentinels shot off the other Terrorgeist. Uh -huh. And then the Foxes killed the rest of the little heroes and the little armies, right? Mm -hmm. But if he does get into those Sentinels, <laughs> nothing happens. <laughs> There's no, nothing, that matchup is exactly the same because he still can't kill the Foxes. Because the V-Stars only got you shooting. So the Foxes still don't die. And if I play terribly and, and he gets, and he gets into my sentinels and gets rewarded for it nothing happens sorry nothing happens yeah yeah i get it like it's it just just mad that like and yeah and then even even if they do get the foxes they get one point per fox <laughs> instead of two <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay that, that, was, that was a bad suggestion that we talk about flesh of course the thing yeah. is though is like i guess i guess one of the things that like um is interesting it's really hard right because what i'm trying to do with this interview which is why i asked you yesterday i was like can you come on the show is because I think there is some like mental sidestepping that you can do. You can just you can just ignore the whole thing. You can just be like, okay, yeah. cool, that's a new thing now. Let's yeah. embrace it, right? Which yeah. is where I'm trying to be, right? As a game, yeah. right? So let's embrace it. I understand it changes none of the mechanics. Like it was one of my points yesterday that it changes yeah. none of the interactions. Like you just said, in every game ever, you're still going to shoot off each one of those characters. Like if that yeah. interaction happens, and it doesn't help either army. Right, yeah. um, to play a proper game, so kind of like I'm just like, oh, what's what fun like little sidestep moments are they going to be like? Uh, for chaos, they gave Heed Knights of Sinesh like a boost, and yeah. I was like, ah, oh, what what could I put into Heed Knights? But then they made Bellacore one, and I was like, what do you hate all of chaos? 
Yeah. Like, you hate, or like, you're like, 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 they're like, okay, Bellacore shuts down enemy units, and yeah. you're like, that's his whole shtick. And you're like, okay, great. Like, but also, and he fucking always Bidu dies. Yeah. As well. He always dies. He does. Yeah. And then they're like, fuck that guy, though. And you're like, <laughs> but you, you literally made, <laughs> what? <laughs> There's one thing he does. <laughs> you can't change him either. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, so I'm like, yeah, you can't change him. Like, you can't do anything else. <laughs> this is one mechanic. Yeah, so I was, I, I like, I was like, how can I do hedonites? Because like you were talking about with allies, I'm like, okay, what would I do about hedonites? What would I do about hedonites? And I was like, okay, the army is trash all over. Like, what could I do to try and like manipulate it a little yeah, bit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just, I just was like, I just went back to Bellacor, and I was like, Slaves of Darkness, Demon Prince. I'm like, that's a priority target. Yeah, I'm like, work. but like, but is it worth taking a priority target for, for getting the victory points? Because the thing is, is the boost to the bottom is only if you go up against priority target units. Yeah, Dude, so, no, hundred percent. Yeah. So if I play against Techless and Wardens, for instance, yeah, yeah, I'm just like, so your army is fine, yeah. <laughs> Right, <laughs> like, and I have a priority target. Yeah, because <laughs> I've allied one in. <laughs> yeah, because I've allied one in. Right, so I'm like, I, I'm a net negative in this matchup. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, these rules replaced. I wouldn't uh, one versus these the first prince of my last tournament by one point uh, by losing by one. Uh, okay, so that's interesting. Metaphor he dies. Yeah. So matches go to the paint amount. That's true. But like, yeah. you know, I I just kind of like was. I'm trying to think outside the box and think how can I use these new tools because that's really what you would hope. Like they've given us as a set of rules. You know, yeah. like is let's be positive. What can we change? How, what can we do different? Uh, and he nights. I didn't come up with any answers. So if you're no. watching this video back, leave some he night suggestions below, please. Yeah um i mean I'll, I'll try and write some i'll try and have some fun with them because i do like heat knights as in as a concept army uh but writing lists with them is, is you're like oh i can take that and you're like but why i'll do like two damage <laughs> and it's like 400 points you're like yeah. okay fine <laughs> one, of the, one of the interesting ones so i think is a potential winner for a big meme build is skaven skaven became prime yeah. hunters yeah, Skaven I know. became yeah, Prime Hunters, big, I and think. I think that's 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 kicked off a lot of conversation in the competitive community. I think. Yeah. What no, hundred percent. Because I mean, Stormfiends weren't bad, like by any stretch. Um, I think they struggled against the the answers of other shooting, but I mean, if they if they, if if it might be worth it now taking taking some, you might see six six Stormfiends come back out, or or just a wide build perhaps. Um. But I don't know. I mean, I mean, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, I mean, the thing that we'll see is like, it'll just be the the, the tournaments that we'll see now, the ones that because there's a few coming up now. There? There's a lot of small ones, a lot of decent sized ones. I think at least in the UK anyway. Yeah. So one uh, of the I one think... of the things I'm going to do after this show is actually I'm going to talk to the stats team, um, and I'm yeah. going to see if there's a a medium ish event, you know, like fifty plus, and yeah. see if we can try and get the TO just bully him into uh, tracking VP differential. Uh, although that already exists in lots of like apps and, yeah. and then and then do some data processing and just work out like how much this may or may not how much it makes a difference no, I mean, it'll difference. be interesting to see yeah yeah um, I, I mean i mean i think it will make the difference in games but i think those games will be more towards the high end than it will be the low end and i think again if you know you have it i think you play around it so so like when you're in end game of games you're like Okay, so my win condition here is that I need to. You're four points ahead. I need to score six points and minimize and stop you scoring two points. Turn five, right? That's that's my win condition. So you know you can go. Oh, but if I kill, I can score two points. But if I kill that one unit, I'll get the extra point. But I also know that information, so I'm also going to play around that. So I'm going to put one of my foxes in the corner so you can't kill him. Does that make sense? Like it's, it gives me that I can still play around those tools. Like, um, so I so I don't know how much of a it's going to be hard to know how much of a difference is actually going to make because it, it can make a difference, but I don't know whether it will, and I won't know that until I play games with the new system. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I, I yeah. understand that a hundred percent. Um, I, I like uh, I just want I was just uh, I think uh, obviously and we should we should use data not feelings to work that out later in the future. Um, yeah. I think one of the the fun elements though is is thinking outside the box. Uh, yeah. Gargants. Uh, it feels like Gargants took. Uh, it feels like Gargants took a hit. I'd like to just read out Greg's yeah, point because I think I think I think Greg's point uh, in the chat really sums up my feelings a lot. 
but you don't take Bellacore out of your list, uh, people are going to fall into the trap of changing their list for the worse or for giving yeah. up a couple of victory points. The fringe cases are like Craignostic Bone Splitters, for example, who can build a list around the idea of farming points, which I agree yeah. with Greg in that situation, but I think it doesn't change any lists. So it's really... So you agree with that? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, but that's but that's my point is that like you don't change your lists. You don't change the list. It just means that like at the top tier you have to fight a little bit harder. But you would never change your list because um, like um, it's it's just in- I was just saying that it's just interesting that like you know you wouldn't you won't change your list very much. But then at the bottom at the mid tiers, if you ally in one of those strong units to make your weaker army stronger, are you talking about one of the prime hunter armies? Yeah, so for example, like Sinesh. For example, uh, so Sinesh and the Demon Princes, or Sinesh and Bellacore is a really good example. Yeah. Because you're in Bellacore, you're like, cool, I've got Bellacore because he is a good unit that I'm using to pin up my my underpowered army. Mm-hmm. And then you play against uh, um, against Deepkin. Yeah. Right? You are at a net negative in terms of victory point scoring. Oh, so you think it, it disadvantages the bottom? It, 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 in, in terms of the mids, it, 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 I, don't, I don't think it, it has enough of a change to positively or negatively. I think it just might, I think it's going to be, there's going to be equal cases. Oh, okay. Because if, if you put Bellico in and then you're not playing and you're playing um, Sinesh against like Beast of Chaos or, or Beast of Chaos, for example, with a Corn Demon Prince, like things like that, you are, you are a net negative into a lot of the mid and lower tier matchups. Whereas against the top tier stuff, which you already lose against, you have you have a positive outcome into a negative matchup, right? Yeah. So you have a chance to get more VPs, but you're going to get smashed off the table. But into the armies that you can play against, they now have tools to get more points against you if you've taken in those units to help buff you up. Does that make uh, sense? Yeah, no, yeah. I know I understand yeah. what you mean. So like Corn Demon Prince yeah. is a really good example because Corn Demon yeah. Prince you would see in loads of lists, yeah, yeah um, specifically to make it so that you could counter charge and get into their army, but you yeah. now are a net negative. Your army that's already bad, yeah, yeah. Yeah. is now like statistically i guess worse i guess yeah. because you're I mean. giving like it, but it doesn't it's not worse enough to make a difference in list building or anything like that yeah because yeah, if you but, didn't have yeah. it it would still kick you you'd still get your ass kicked yeah exactly but in the same way that you're oh, not that's good but like it doesn't give you a, po- a, a positive uh, result against them so it doesn't help you at all except against the stuff that you already get smashed by in the mids and the lows whereas at the top it gives you more options basically Right. Okay. Yeah. I see what you mean. Yeah. I see what you mean. Very interesting. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Question. What's for lunch, Matt? That's the question that we've had in the chat. What are you having for lunch, Matt? Uh, potato waffles and fish fingers. Uh, yeah. Uh, take a gatebreaker <laughs> in, say, let's night haunt and kill another gargant versus sons of behemoth and get three extra points. Sons of players will hate it. Um, uh, yeah. I don't like. I don't think that they'll care. Like, uh, like you can either already deal with gargants or you can't. Yeah. Right. But, but but my point is is that if you're if you're playing but again, like if you're playing Night Haunt with a Gargant against Gargans, that's not a like that game won't like it, that game's not gonna be heavily decided by that matchup, I don't think. By that if you're playing the game to try and get your gatebreaker to kill one of their gatebreakers, like that's a really weird <laughs> scenario specific to be in. It'll give you that net neg- net positive in that one instance. But then, you know, your and then if you play against someone like Beast of Chaos, and they kill your Gargant, they get an extra point. Yeah, two. Oh wait, no, they don't. They don't because they're not mercenaries. Because it doesn't apply to mercenaries actually. Does it doesn't it? apply to mercenaries now. So, so they won't get an extra point. So okay, that that's true. So there, but that's the thing. There are going to be niche stuff which I'm excited for. So like stuff like that is cool. I mean, I'm excited to see what happens. Um, but yeah, but again, that but that's that'll help you against that mid because Gargants aren't the top table army really anymore especially with this now <laughs> okay um so I, I don't think so anyway i think enough armies have tools to beat them okay so but then like it, that helps you against the middle table one mid table army and they'll push you up and then you'll get and then you'll come against like if you're playing night on the gargoyle and you play against like i don't know 11 dragons i i maybe you won't see 11 dragons anymore to be fair but like it just i don't know whether it's gonna help Do you, you really like, think like, because they still 11, just 11 smash you off. Not. Ah, maybe. Yeah, true. But also, people aren't great with eleven dragons. People play it interestingly. Yeah, people are people. People, do, people, people just are terrible. Them. Yeah, people just eat yeah. them. Yeah, <laughs> and then they die, and they're like, "Oh, my dragon." Hey, died. man, you could give you could you could give you could give nukes to toddlers, right? Yeah. And it's like... <laughs> 
right? Uh, true. So it is like, very true, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's a different conversation. And again, yeah. this is really important. Like, I kind of, like, hit a moment of clarity for myself yesterday. I'm, like, a lot of the conversations I have, like, I really... So I'm trying to produce different content for different people um, yeah. is, like is conversations that we have here are very like long-winded but yeah. because there's a lot of detail and nuance um, yeah. but they're really only m marketed to about 20 percent of the playing audience which is about which is about like of the playing audience and then yeah. of the playing audience is like like that part of the audience is like one percent of the actual audience <laughs> so it's like it's like really about it's really about 30 people just making jokes amongst themselves and it really yeah. doesn't matter like and that's okay yeah that's okay <laughs> and that's okay that's fine right yeah. uh another question is what's behind you uh it looks like uh are you doing some sort of secret notes behind you like oh no so um so uh, this this is this is my healthy relationship with my other half Okay. Um. So she puts notes up sometimes to to just remind me that I'm good. And stuff oh, stuff. that's so yeah. cute. So, so we have one of these. So, so sometimes. Uh. So so this one is like. Uh. So you make me more adventurous. Oh, that's heartwarming so, and lovely. So I'll, I'll so I'll wait. So if we do something on a weekend, I'll come back and she'll put up a nice little st sticky note somewhere in the house. And I'll find it. But like, you are my favorite person. Cute, lovely. And then, I and love then like, this. and then, and then, like, sometimes I make, uh, like, I make tea for her in the morning and stuff like that. So one day I woke up and she was already up before me, and there was a little sticky note that was, "You are my cup of tea." And then she made me tea. I'm gonna cry. This is what so, I was expecting yeah. in this show. Like, yeah. God, I just. <laughs> So, just every, like just every, everyone on twitch right now or listening to a podcast like staring into the future like <laughs> what the fuck am i doing in my relationship like, <laughs> <laughs> like what am i doing yeah. <laughs> uh, I have, well, that's I have like a whole wall in the shape of an m as well oh that's lovely that's so sweet um that's oh you little sweetheart all right like so um i feel like just round the show off yeah. Round the show off. I feel like yeah. maybe we got some stonks. I feel like Nagash got some stonks. Yeah, I think, I think, I think there's. I think I think there's more shadow buffs than there are buffs. Yes, there are loads like, of yeah, yeah. That, that's that's kind of what <laughs> yeah. I wanted to get out today. I think there are shadow buffs, right? And yeah. that's what's really going to define some top games. Oh, actually, no. Final point, right? Is yeah. this is actually really, really important yeah. for worlds. In my opinion, yes. I agree. I think so too. Okay. I think so too. I yeah. think it's going to make a big change into the, especially because the the world is going to be the top top, right? So or or supposed to be, right? So yeah. I think it's going to be. I think it's going to make a big change. And I think I think it's going to be interesting to see. I think you'll see with instantly the first thing you'll see is as soon as lists get locked in, and when you get to do a review of them, you'll be able to see very easily which teams have been super dissuaded by this change and which teams have made no changes. Mm. And there'll be like a very obvious spectrum between how many lists are designed around these points and how many people don't care. It's also it's yeah. also it's also fairly close it's also fairly close to like the the cutoff point, right? For yeah. for for rules and stuff. So yeah, one true, of the, it is, yeah. So one of the things that's quite interesting for me is is, is also the timing. No conspiracy yes. theories in the chat. Um and I'm sure some people didn't get to know about this ahead of time versus other people. But ignoring all of that, um the uh the kind of bit that's interesting for me is uh, is whether or not it would be included. Obviously like uh, the world's a council will decide what they decide and and i'm happy with whatever decision they make um yeah. but for for me what's interesting is it feels like it it negatively skews the pairings or it makes the pairings maybe even more complicated one of the two maybe it doesn't because people pairings people if you love pairings and just for everyone to be clear on what i'm talking about you have two teams of eight play at worlds and what happens is to determine who plays who you do a pairing system where you have a defender and then two attackers and the defender choose which one of the two attackers to play and you go to that system and then both coaches have got excel spreadsheets or uh, they've got bones that they roll um, or they consult like a star chart whatever it is they all do it in a different way um uh but yeah i think that that uh makes it even more complicated right yeah no i agree um i think it adds more i think i think the people who are good at pairings it won't change much i think i think if, if you have good if you have good lists and you have good pairings like into the people you're pairing into i don't think it changes that much because you already have the good matchups right i don't think there's many 
So the way the way for those who don't know, most people who, regardless of whether when they roll bones, there's normally three colors of bones. There's normally like everyone does green, um, orange, or green, yellow, and red. Right. So you'll have three bones, mm. and then you'll each for each list that you have. Every every team will do this. Uh, for those who don't know anything about teams, because I didn't know this until I played teams. Mm. Um, but every everybody does this in every team ever that is trying to win. Um, and they have they'll have every single list that they can play against as a wilt, and every single person will put a red green red green or yellow matchup that they think it is. So green being they win it, uh, yellow being like it's 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 dicey, and red being they lose it basically, mm. right? And they'll have that matchup for every single um, they'll have that for every single matchup that they can possibly play, and then that's what people will use for the pairings. Um, so it doesn't change. It, it won't. It, so, for example, if you're if you're playing into a matchup that you already win. So if you're playing Sinesh into long strikes, right, in dragons. Okay, mm. you're like, okay. So before these changes, it was a green matchup because you definitely win that game. Okay, with these changes, does it change it from a green to an amber matchup? No, not at all. You still win that game. You maybe lose it by. If you play badly and something happens where you lose a dragon and they get an extra point, instead of a 20-0, you might get a 19-1. Okay. Because it's a differential system. It won't change the matchup process. I don't think so. Because you're 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 it doesn't change it might change some to be from amber to red, but I doubt it. Um because you're not trying to pair for ambers anyway, so it doesn't matter. Mm. Um so it, it won't change any greens to ambers or greens to red. And it won't and it certainly won't change any reds to greens. So I think I think that's the important thing is that it won't change your desired matchups. So therefore, it won't change anything. I don't think. Okay, interesting. Or it shouldn't. It shouldn't anyway. Okay, I yeah. Think no, if you want to let it do it, you can, but I don't think it should. All right. No, I appreciate that. Like I, uh, yeah. I think I think one of the really interesting things is just kind of unpack it because again, uh, talking about those games at kind of like a more quantitative level because ultimately the game is just uh, and I should always prefix the, these conversations as opposed to just stick it at the end because no one's gonna, <laughs> no one's going to listen to it all and then listen to this bit at the end. Games are still great fun. Right. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I like I yesterday. Yesterday has made me no less because I'm not stupid. Yeah, I'm not going to yeah. go to a tournament <laughs> with a terrible army and be like, hope I have a good time. Yeah, like yeah. I've I've never like done that. Um, so I, like, I did that. That's that's mean trees. That's what I'm going to do <laughs> religiously now. <laughs> only trees. Yeah, okay, only trees. And I'm going to tell everyone every chance I get, every single time I play against a, a hunter, like a, a thingy unit, I'm going to be like, by the way, that's a prime target. If I kill that thing. <laughs> Two I victory points for me. Two yeah. victory points. I, but I'm gonna I'm gonna use this mind game because I'm gonna be like, you better keep him away from me because if I kill him, <laughs> <laughs> so don't you go putting your four dragons into me. They'll be like, oh, what, what will I do with them instead? I actually know I'm gonna do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, your long strikes are a priority target. So if you get near a Lariel. Then if you get within 24 for Lariel, you're in trouble. You're in trouble. <laughs> I'm gonna get you. Oh, maybe I'll keep him further back. What's my yeah. range? Oh, my range is thirty. Fuck you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, listen, uh, Matt. It's been lovely talking to you. Thanks for being on the show. You got any shout outs? Anyone you want to holler at? Uh, shout out the lovely Adam Mumford. Always the Freedom Fighter, the Warhammer Freedom Fighter. Yeah. Uh, and obviously, big shout out to Team Wales. Um, because they're my only club now. Obviously, yeah. wow. I mean, every club, so yeah, you are. Uh, That's true. Nicest yeah. man, nicest man. Yeah. Um, all right, well, thanks, chat. I'm just going to be taking a quick five minute break where hopefully, shock horror, I'm calling in the 40 gate <laughs> <laughs> problematic as hell. <laughs> the 40k, <laughs> I mean, they could be the 40 gay team, yeah, right? That's all fine. The 40 yay team is another one, 40 the 40 way team, yeah, the 40 day team, whatever you want. Uh, but the 40k adjacent show is on. Uh, thanks to Matt. I'll see you guys soon. Uh, back in a moment.